Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power Podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my beautiful guest for today is Ayla Sophia. Ayla is a blueprint creator for the new earth. Her heart's guiding mission is to share her knowledge of how to create blueprints that bring through the new paradigm realities that build the new earth. These blueprints are light codes and energetic information that bring out new ideas, shifts, and a deeper understanding within yourself of who you really are as a light body having a human experience. Her 15 years of experience has taken her from the halls of academic study at Princeton into the depths of the feminine womb heart and the mystical spiral path of awakening. As an experienced quantum healing practitioner, community organizer, and minister, it is Ayla's passion to awaken each other to our living light within. Ayla practices guiding and mentoring from her sense of peace and presence within, and she does her best to be centered in the frequency of the heart. She teaches emotional resilience practices, creating new paradigm blueprints and belief patterns, as well as leading ceremonies and DNA activations for our collective awakening. Welcome, Ayla. Thank you, Emily. It's wonderful to be here. It's a blessing to have you with us, Ayla, and I am super excited to be learning from you today. Likewise, it's a delight to share the space with you and this connection that you've created. all over the world for womb healing and heart healing and coming together around the feminine. Um, so I'm excited to see where our conversation will take us. Me too. Thank you so much. Now, since my podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I always love to start by asking my guests, what does sacred feminine power mean to you personally? To me personally, I was thinking about this. Um, I think people have a lot of misperceptions around power. And to me, if we view power more like an electrical source, like if you're plugging your power in, um, it kind of neutralizes the idea of having power over or under power. And we can start to feel the essence of our power as running through us Uh, through our nervous systems, through our chakras, our meridians, our alignment with source as our source of power. And as we start to express that, um, we come into a deeper resonance of our truth within. And um, feminine power in particularly is something that is coming into balance on our whole planet right now in particular. And Within each of us, we hold a dynamic between the feminine and masculine inside ourselves. And as we allow these ourselves to use these dualities or these polarities, these principles of life, and we come into a resonance where these two are in balance, it creates this really powerful unity. And from this unity births creations of divine source point energy and so as we seek to bring the feminine into its rightful place um, in power the power dynamic of our planet and also within ourselves most importantly um, we're going to see this magical creation and step up into the new earth paradigm or the 
uh, oneness grid of the planet. So um, that's my perspective. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm sure we're going to dive a little bit deeper into, into some of the concepts that you just mentioned there. But before we do that, Ayla, would you please share a challenge that you faced on your path that's really helped you to activate sacred feminine power within you and on your path overall? Sure. Yeah. Um, like many, I think people who are drawn to womb healing work, which is, I know your focus, I had an experience of sexual abuse um, in my younger years. And from that experience, it had been a lifetime of recovering my understanding of the healthy masculine as well as the healthy feminine. And so when I started my journey in the healing world, I was um, an emotional polarity technique practitioner. And, um, you know, I think as many of us step on the, <laughs> I want to take a pause here. Can you hear my dog? Um, she's drinking okay there she's done no, um, I couldn't actually hear that okay okay good to know um uh so when I started uh my emotional healing journey it was through the lens of emotional it was through the lens of the emotions and healing trauma that way and um there came a time as a being a being in the healing the practice of healing whatever modality that is is an incredibly powerful place to share from, to share space with people, to share the sacredness of that journey. And um, there came this really powerful point in my journey as a healer, where basically, I would say all of my healing energy and power, after about eight years of practice, it diminished. And I learned really quickly that there was something blocking me inside myself that needed to he be healed to, before I could move forward <clears throat> in any way. Uh, and so that was an incredible challenge because immediately it was like every, it was like a, a, a stopper got pulled out of the sink and everything drained out of that hole. I had, I owned a wellness center. I was, I had been in practice for seven years, as I said, uh, and there was some piece that was missing in me to continue my journey of evolution. As you probably know, as a healing practitioner yourself, there sometimes arises these pieces. And for me, it was that in order to hold the next frequency of harmonic or the next resonance level, <clears throat> I needed to find that place of unity, that inner balance between my masculine and feminine. And so it took me about a year and a half going through really, really deep, deep, deep inner work, going into the cave, going into really deep meditation um, practices, mostly within. And um, it, for, for years, even being asked not to seek outside teachers, guidance, support, but to learn really deeply from within who I am and create the healing experience. Um, and as soon as I, and it was like going to the depths 
and plunging an anchor all the way into the center of Mother Earth and saying, I know that I deserve healing, wholeness, and I deserve to come through this as whole. And I, and I, held that and I knew that that I deserved that and through that experience of just going so deeply within my own knowing I rebirthed into a place of wholeness Um, it came through a recognition of our choice to suffer and the idea that we get to choose suffering or not, and what level we choose of that. And one of the biggest steps on the journey to what I call wholeness, I see this inner balancing of the masculine feminine, as I described, I I feel it like a golden ring over the heart. And there's this click that comes together when those two are in harmony, that is a portal that we birth through. And so before that golden ring sort of that harmonic came in the big step for me was what happened was I handed the keys it was literally a ceremony of handing keys to my higher self and saying okay you are in total control of my life I'm going to follow every single step that you take me down Um, and that created this um, whole experience that I just shared about um, birthing this new portal through which this outpouring of creation and connection to the divine came through um, going down that journey. And um, that's, I think, one of the most powerful things that I want to share with people about transcending duality. What it creates is that is creating the harmonic of the new earth. And that's my work now. So, yeah. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for sharing so openly and so vulnerably about your journey, Ayla. And I think what you shared will resonate with quite a few of our listeners and also provide medicine to those who are still searching, who are on the path of figuring out who they truly are and what their purpose is on this planet at, at this moment in time. So that's really beautiful. And thank you for sharing about this idea of transcending duality i mean that that is so beautiful and at the same time quite a challenging task for all of us isn't it it is it is um i it was really interesting to me that the modality i chose to study and practice was called the emotional polarity technique And I feel that as women, the emotional body is one of the least understood aspects of health and healing. Mm -hmm. And so as we start to understand the nature of the polarity of emotions, joy, sadness, fear, um, trust, um, hatred, unconditional love, peace, um, fear, you know, like the, the polarities of those and start to see that everything in our experience is drawing an experience of healing and wholeness of recognition of reflection to us and, and holding the space of neutrality or coming to find the balance between these really deep old wounds. And this means like the work that I've done. And I know there's a lot of modalities that access this, um, 
going into the Akashic records, the past life experiences, the ancestral experiences, the DNA, the uh, inner child work from this lifetime, your family systems, there's so many layers of uh, these polarities that come and, um, and want to be received and understood and dealt with. And it's like layer by layer. And, um, you know, I don't think everyone signs up to be on the planet at this time with the amount of healing work that I had, because I, I had an incredible amount. Um, but it has been incredibly eye-opening to witness the many, many multidimensional layers of our existence and um, to be in uh, walking parallel with some of like, for instance, my, my, my parallel lives um, during this, this part of the journey have come to life and they've been my teachers. And so like an aspect of myself from another time or sometimes another planet would come alongside me for a while and we would teach each other and we would heal together and then we would release and we would ascend together and we, and through this process of bringing all of these aspects of my soul self together it creates this harmonic coherence amongst um at the, at that level and um that that has been a powerful journey and um uh i feel like i'm off the thread a little bit but that's what what's coming through to share right now so beautiful and and how do you how do you weave all of this into the work that you do now? I mean, obviously, your your the depth of your healing journey has been an absolute blessing for you in many, many ways mm -hmm. as well. And I'd I'd love to hear a little bit more about that and how that is supporting you now with the with the beautiful work that you do. Well, the work that I do now is really about awakening the frequency of the new earth. So it's about learning to live within a certain coherency level in our from our heart um, so a certain um, frequency that we can maintain and that steadiness of frequency builds resilience builds coherence and it actually builds a new reality and so the skills that we need to go for instance when we pop out of a coherent frequency or a, fre a frequency band for those who know like the David Hawkins scale you could describe it as love or above although it goes much beyond that but um but being at least at the coherence of love or above when we pop because inevitably we will get a trigger something pops into our field and and we drop frequency and it's really learning to have those tools of healing of, of breathing and sound actually is a really incredible way to move through healing. Um, and then to be able to then again, hold a coherent frequency. Um, and so that's sort of the work I'm teaching now. And I find coming from the perspective of holding coherent frequency is much more useful in our journey than saying healing because healing can continue and continue and continue and will continue. Um, but when we see that, ah, our, this is our desire, our goal is to stay within this range. And, and that's, and, and, and that just creates to me, um, a more positive and visionary outlook on where we're going. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And, and when you say holding coherent frequency, what, what does that mean in practice? You talked about the coherence of the heart and, and of love. Mm -hmm. What, what mm -hmm. else is included in that? Well, there's um, a resonance field of the heart and it resonates with 
what I call the truth within. So it's this sort of ring, this sort of resonant tone that each of us has. So when you share something from your space of your truth within, it has a feeling. You, you know that feeling um, when you, because you have that feeling and a lot of what you share, it's this like coherent t- sound tone and feeling of what I'm sharing is my truth through my perspective. And it's a coherence within the heart. And the second we collapse that, or we go into another person's truth, or we try to change our perspective to suit someone else's idea of who we should be or what we should say, or, or all of those things, we're, we're collapsing our frequency. Um, that's one aspect of it. Um, another one can happen when our mind shares one thing and our heart shares another thing. And then we, we do the work of harmonizing our belief systems with our truth within. And the same goes for emotions. You know, occasionally we'll feel an emotion that feels like, like, let's say fear or sadness. And it's out of, out of, it's a little out of alignment with the feeling that resonant frequency we carry in our heart. And it's not that that's wrong. It's that that needs to be loved and held in acceptance and compassion and listened for what is that emotion sharing with us. So we can sit with that until the truth of that emotion is revealed and comes again into coherence with, with our full truth. So this is sort of a way of navigating our life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it, it really is a, it's a path and it's, it's a way to mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Ayla, earlier on, you mentioned the importance of your parallel lives on, on your healing journey and, and how sometimes you would come together and ascend together as well. Would you speak a little bit more to that? What do you mean by parallel lives and how can we connect with parallel lives? Well, it what I mean by parallel lives is um, the aspect of it, that us that exists. So time, if we can wrap our mental frameworks around the idea that time isn't real and each moment like is eternity we can see that our soul has various experiences and different um, timelines or different waves and through my healing work what happened was I I spent like probably two or three years really focusing on this lifetime and our inner child and then it was like all of my own healing bumped into ancestral work and working with my ancestors and my family. And then there came this octave of working with the, so each, each time I would clear these sort of layers, I would be, I, my mind would open, my reality would expand and I would see, Oh, there's more to this. There's more to this. And each expansion showed me a different layer of my soul and who I really am. And so I share that because listeners may be at whatever part of the path is, is all perfect. But um, for me, it, it kept revealing more and more. And I saw the outcomes of each healing and how powerful it was. And it changed me and it created peace and love and brought all these beautiful things. So I knew these experiences were real. And I, and so as I went to the uh, parallel life, um, I had this whole, you know, couple years of, and, and actually still, and, still working with the parallel lives a lot, but I had three in particular that I worked with really closely. One, um, 
let me just make sure I want to share this or if it's sacred um, to not to be kept in silence. I, I, I don't feel that I want to share the exact stories of these past lives, but mm-hmm. I had very intimate experiences with um, different, well, I'll say past because two of them were linearly in the past on our planet. And I knew the time frame that they were coming from and I could relate to them. And there had been some aspect of my life that was connected to them. And it was like, we were reconciling the same issue together. And um, in one of them, it was an elder that I was speaking with as myself. And we shared our knowledge back and forth. And what I saw in that experience is that his life outcome actually shifted because of our conversation. And I imagine the same for my own life path that I got bumped into a different timeline because of the healing that we were creating together. Mm, That's beautiful. I really, really love that. Um, There's also another thing that keeps coming up for me as I listen to you talk, Ayla. And uh, we've been talking about parallel lives. How about in terms of species that are outside of our planet, uh, perhaps outside of the dimension that is familiar to us. Would you speak to that as well, please? Because I know you've been doing some work around this as well. Yes, this is very timely, actually. We did a ceremony last week. Um, I, I do these ceremonies and a lot of times Gaia, I work with Gaia. And um, what she asked, she said there was a particular opening that was ready to happen in our consciousness very recently. And uh, the humanity's consciousness to open up to the understanding that we are not the only conscious beings on the planet. There are, let's start with the species of dolphins and whales, who I know a lot of people are really connected with, who actually exist at different dimensional frequencies. And there are uh, fairies, unicorns, um, beings that exist in other dimensions. And um, on the inner earth realms, those there's lot, there's just many layers and that humanity to join in the mission of Gaia at this point, it's like shifting our paradigm. So shifting our whole lens that we view the earth with, which most of us at some, when I sp- spoke, was speaking about the truth within most of us in our hearts are a truth within grasp this and it feels true. And, and that's for each of us to discern. No one can sh- <clears throat> No one can say that for another person, but from our truth within, there is a knowing of these other dimensional layers, or some of us are ready to um, understand aliens or angels and, and kind of go all the way out. But even on our planet, there are these other layers and to come into healing and wholeness with Gaia, the ceremony that we did last week, she was inviting us to take the blinders off and recognize that this is the truth and that when we work together with these interdimensional species, um, we can come into have greater impact. Our alliance can bring more love, more understanding, because the truth of all of this is that we are one. You know, there is a oneness in all of us. And so all of us who are on the realm of earth right now, whatever that is, animal, plant, mineral, crystal, interdimensional, being of light we are we are in one experience of earth or we are as one i should say the one of the all and there's part of us that has chosen to have 
um, a sovereign or a separate uh, identity as well. Um, but this is sort of where we're being invited to come towards a deeper understanding of our unity. And my understanding is that this is the feminine. The feminine understands the all and the wholeness within. And so as we heal the feminine, that voice needs to come on our planet more and more because we really have been locked in this old paradigm of the masculine individual, each man for his own. And that is not going to heal our planet. Um, that is not going to allow the ascension of Gaia. So as we balance this with our understanding of our unity, interdimensionally, interspecies, not to mention amongst human beings, <clears throat> this, is the next, this is the next level we're being invited into. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. That resonates very, very strongly with me as well. And um, it seems like there's, there's a real calling at the moment for a lot of people to start to connect more and more deeply with beings of light on, on our planet and, mm -hmm. and really support the ascension process of Gaia through this, through this beautiful, magical co-weaving or collaboration that is possible when we open our hearts to it. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. And it's magical. I think it's sort of like, wow, all the things that I actually believed and loved as a child, there's, mm. there's, there's an aspect of truth in these that I'm getting to explore as an adult. And um, it is, it is a magical unveiling. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Yeah, absolutely. And when, when we're children, those veils are somehow so much thinner and we experience and see and hear and feel so much more than adults do with all the layers of armoring that we put around us. So it's, mm -hmm. it's that's a really beautifully put that we're kind of, in a way, returning back to what we already know from when we were kids, isn't it? Yeah, I think I absolutely. Mm. And I, I talk a lot about shifting our paradigm and new paradigm, old paradigm. And that's what I'm speaking of is those layers that we sort of develop and we take as true. And then at some point, if we sort of clean off the lens, we can say, oh, we accepted a bunch of things that, that are actually true to us. And what happens if we set those aside and allow the truth of who, what we actually know from who we really are to express? It, it, it does create all these portals of possibilities and potentials. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Goosebumps all over as you say that. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, I have goosebumps all over me when you oh. say that. <laughs> mm, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Another thing, Ayla, that I would still love to bring into this conversation before we start wrapping up is your work with the, the Councils of Light. Could you please tell us a little bit more about who the Councils of Light are and how you work with them in practice? Well, this has been a really powerful new experience to work with a council like this. Uh, I've connected with my higher self and my soul and different um, ascended masters and such that are serve as my guides. In this case, a full council of light came through and asked if I would help establish a council of light in human form. So like uh, extension of the council in the human realm. And so this is a new assignment <laughs> that I 
have been dutifully and willingly in service to. And so I actually started a member portal and have been downloading um, like the requirements for serving on the Council of Light and Human Form are to be met in union within. So this this experience I was describing of inner masculine and inner feminine imbalance is part of being able to be in service interdimensionally. So the Council of Light is an interdimensional council from galaxies beyond to the earth realms. And I've been working really closely with Gaia and the earth realms because one of the things that humans actually need to understand a little bit more to pull back these veils is what it means to be in form, like to have a, a coalescing of light that comes into physical matter or what we view as physical matter, which is still actually just light. And so working with these earth realms, these other beings of light who are also in form helps us to understand how to work with this, where, where we've chosen to be. And so, but there's also members of this council that are on all layers of ascension. And um, their emphasis to me is it's less important to know exactly who each one of them is, is that they're acting in unity. And that's the idea that they're putting forward on the council is to come into unity and to trust our truth within as we come into that, um, that, that unity consciousness. So as I was saying, I'm actually downloading all of these um, activations and um, sound tones. A lot of it is sound, sound codes that they're bringing through to have so that we can actually serve on a council interdimensionally as humans. So certain people will resonate with this and certain people won't. It's really just about your soul calling. And if it's something that you choose to be of service in this way for our planet right now. So um, just opening this member portal, um, like in the next few weeks, it's, it's opened. And then they, and then I'm downloading some major activations to get us going right now. So that's kind of where we're at in the process. So if people feel that inner nudge to like, oh, I feel like there's something here for me, um, I put uh, a link for you to check it out. It's really all internally, like, I'm happy to guide you, but it's really following your own truth within to see like, do I want to serve on this council of light as a human um, to help the ascension of Gaia and also to help my own ascension, because they're interlinked, of course. That is beautiful. Does that, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Wow, Ayla, you've shared a lot of information with us here, a lot of wisdom that's really coming deep from within. And it's it's been absolutely beautiful to to listen to you share about your journey and and everything you've learned and are still learning on your on your journey as well. If if our listeners wanted to find out more about you and connect with you, how would they do that? Um, you can find me on my website at alasofia.com. And I wanted to highlight um, what you just said too, is that I think increasingly we get to see each other as sojourners as fellows on the journey together and take each other down off our pedestals and learn from each other's authentic experiences, you know, um, and really trust the truth of our higher self guiding us. And that is where, uh, when we're coming from within what we're looking for around us is these frequency connections, these resonance connections with each other. Like where does 
our energy alight and align and and bring more of us to the forefront. And those are the connections we're creating. So um, this is what, for me, it feels like to start a new paradigm community and serve in a new paradigm way is to say, um, we're, we're really are creating this together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That was so beautifully shared. Thank you. Mm. And Ella, I understand you've got a gift for our listeners as well. Well, this is, this is part of the portal is, um, so it's an introduction to the membership that I just described. So if you're feeling called to the councils of light, this is a good introduction. I'm doing a free two week trial. So you can kind of dive in and see and feel if this is resonant with you. The creation code attunements are part of is a course in this, and it's about attuning to the frequency of your heart. And that starts by connecting with creation, going outside and connecting with Gaia and nature and really starting to attune to those frequencies and those harmonics, because that will help you find and attune yourself to your own heart. And from there, it kind of goes on to how do we actually authentically express um, creation through our, our hearts? How do we birth through um, frequency and resonance? And uh, so that's in the link that I think you're sharing. And um, you can always reach out to me if you have any questions um, or about any of this. Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much for that, Ayla. And thank you for all the work that you're doing and for who you are. Really appreciate mm. having our connection and collaborating in this way as well. Me too, Emmy. Thank you for creating this space and the ground uh, the ground of connection that you really build through your presence i really love i love your resonance and your frequency and your mission and it's um an honor to get to feel our frequencies uh connecting in this precious moment that that we have here on the earth at this time mm. thank you so much Ayla. that means a lot to me appreciate mm. that mm. Mm. Ah, so now everybody, just for a moment, let's focus our intention and our awareness on this beautiful, beautiful energy that's been activated. And imagine sending this energy to everybody and everything on our planet to remember that we are all truly one and that the more of us have the courage to step into our sacred feminine power and to truly live from the heart, the more quickly our planet will also heal and the more quickly she will ascend. Thank you so much for being here and thank you for listening.